Hello everyone, it is your swapa, your friend. It is I, Luke Kimbrough. I uh, just wanted to let you know that this is the final episode of College Cruise Guide to Space and Crime First Year. Uh, this episode is a continuation from last time, so there's no fun facts, there's no real intro, we're just going to get into it. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this final episode. We had so much fun recording it, and I genuinely hope that this story brought you joy, despite how sad a lot of it is. Uh, but thank you again for listening, and enjoy the episode. Bye. And suddenly you're back, standing above a broken Richard who's holding what's left of his arm, which is now a stump. And Zoe, you, it was so weird. Earth left, but it was so fast. It was like blinking. And suddenly Earth is out of the power armor. The armor is just gone entirely. The device is gone, and the nanobots drop to the ground, as you now see Cashew's soul that held the hollow phase lunafoil is empty. Earth lets out a keen that turns into a bellow. This is your fault. Your greed caused this! As Earth turns to Richard. Richard, clutching his arm, starts to, like, scooch back, using his feet, looking up at you with fear and terror, genuine. Do you know what the cost is, Earth? Earth doesn't turn to Zoe, but pauses. Your protector. Earth lets out a keen again. If I can't protect, then what am I? But you have. We're not like him. We're criminals. Not murderers. Those are different, right? Earth just slumps. Zoe is still in a little heart shape, and it just rolls over to Earth. I'm proud of you. I didn't do anything. It was Cashew. But did it break? Cashew chose to... Chose to be alone so I could come back. So you get to stay? 
A big old paw. <laughs> a big old forearm. I don't know what to do now. I don't like him. And the heart gestures towards Richard. Um, Is he still <laughs> there? <laughs> or is he trying to get away? Because if he's trying to get away, Urs is going to stop. Uh, at this point, he is getting a good ways away. Uh, but, Vinya, you have dropped off Eli at the Student Medical Center. Tex, you are in bad shape as well. Vinya, you said you wanted to go back initially. Yeah. Are you still doing that? Yeah. Tex is going to try and come with, if at all possible. <laughs> Oh, I slow. Vinny would also be like, "We need help. There's another person injured." Like, being like, in you know, people are rushing left and right uh, to. I mean, you're only injured ones they've seen so far, as no one else has gotten hurt. Um, So Eli is whisked away uh, immediately to be taken care of, and you know, they're gonna be fine. Okay. Yeah, Vinia, after doing that and letting them know, wants to make a beeline to try to get there before maybe her dad dies or something, you know, like, happens. Tex, you are told that you can be taken care of and that you can get fixed up if you stay. Uh, I think after hearing that, like, I think after hearing that, like, pixelated scream, Tex is going to refuse, uh... Phil's gone, like nonverbal, uh, and Tex is just like shaking their head. Um, and they they look up at Venia and they just pop up a, a running emoji. Um, Let's go um, together. And you hear Phil real quietly, but Phil pipes up for a moment, and they just go. You go ahead. Te- Tex will catch up. Okay. Okay. Go go go. go. And Vinia takes off. You go running. <laughs> and you make it back just in time to see Urse drop after looming over Richard and Zoe go to comfort. And you see your father scooting away. And his back is to you as he's scooting in your direction, but does not see you. And you see him clutching a stump, cleanly cut off and cauterized. Did Venia see if Rack is still alive on this runover? Rack is nowhere to be seen, but you still hear the sounds of gunfire and lasers going off. She's going to pull out the remaining pistol that she has, and she's going to hold it up so that when he scoots back, he feels the barrel on the back of his head. And she's going to click it. Not firing it. 
but a definite sound that she knows that he knows. He immediately stops. Call them off. Well, my dear, you are far more capable than I was Stop talking. Call them off. Now. Can you do that? Are you capable of doing that? As it would happen, no. I'm missing the arm that held my communicator. And you see, it's in multiple pieces from Urs's claw. Harris? You still with us? Yeah. Yeah. I'm... Rackus over there where those sounds are. Urs immediately starts going. And you... He's gonna turn around so that... She's still holding the gun and she's still gonna face him. Like, words are hard. Um, She's gonna kind of rotate around so that she's seeing... Standing above her father, still holding this laser pistol. And at this point, Tex, you probably are arriving close enough to see. When Earth headed off, Zoe stayed back. And Zoe is actually going to go over to Vinia. Probably not particularly noticeable. Again, she's got the void color (laughs) and she's very small right now. Um, But she does float over to Vinia. And as Vinia kind of shifts around to face Richard. Vinia, you're better than him. Always have been. What if if I'm... What if I'm not? (laughs) You have evidence right here. You have a friend. (sighs) And then she looks over, still holding the gun pretty steady to see Tex and Phil come up too. And she looks down at her father. The face you see on your father is one you have never seen before. Why? Was was all of this worth it? How can all of this be worth more than than me? Than your family? I I just wanted your love. That's all I wanted. But instead, you, you you used me as a pawn, and you, you tried to shape me. And then, like you said, gave up on me. <laughs> this whole time, I have been vying to be perfect for you, but I will never be enough for you. Because the type of daughter you want is someone I can't be. Someone I refuse to be. And you are lucky that I am not like you. Because death, that's too much of a mercy for the things that you've done. 
I could shoot you. In the chaos, you said the cameras aren't working. I'm not stupid. I could get away with this. We have evidence enough of the horrible crimes you've committed. But I'm not going to. Because I want you to rot for the things you've done. Because you're not my father anymore. I am not your daughter. And you may not believe in justice and think you're above everything you've done. But we've got you. I know you probably think, you know, you're still several feet ahead. But not this time. Not this time. He looks up and through gritted teeth, there is a smile. Well, my dear, you're just like me after all. Cruel. And the shooting far away stops, and as you arrive, you see a lot of people surrounding the mercenaries with PB leading. Yes! It works! PB has brought in people you don't know who are all wearing a very interesting uniform. They have a logo that you don't recognize pinned to their their rest pockets and they're all geared up and they are forcing the mercenaries to surrender and you see Craig Craig uh, <laughs> I hate him I'm not there but just let the anger radiate through the world <laughs> Craig Craig is walking up and he has a device that is recording. It seems to be receiving a transmission. And he looks at you, Urse, and just through the chaos, you can't hear him, but he says, where is he? Urse is gonna like gesture over their shoulder. He taps a few individuals on the arm and motions for them to follow him as he heads that way. Urse is still looking for Rack doesn't want to go back until they have found him. Rack is leaning up against a building, his back against the wall. You see a long gash running down the front of his face. One eye still looking open as he breathes shallow. Hey, 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 Rack. We did it. We got him. Uh, He's... You did it. Good. Uh, That's good. Yeah, yeah. Can I take a quick scan of his injuries? How bad is this? Bad. You're, You're gonna be okay, buddy. I've got you. I've got you. Yeah. I don't know. I... I know. I know. Stay with me. Keep talking to me. There's a lot of things that we still need to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. As Ursula turn and call over their shoulder, and they'll just be like, I need a medic. I need someone. PB? Anyone? Someone? We will see little globs 
of um of goo tainted red doing its best to like staunch the bleeding on the wounds but like can't actually fix anything on rack they look smaller thanks for trying lake it hurts yeah everyone's okay right yep yep they're they're all okay yeah yeah they're good you're you're the last one we gotta make sure you're okay too and then we've then we've gone six for six his smile stays despite the light in his eyes dying out A medic arrives seconds later and does what they can, but they're not able to save Rack. Venia, what's the last thing you say to your father? It's over. Richard, you lost. (laughs) You lost big time. He loses any sort of emotion on his face, and moments later, Craig, along with two individuals, come over and arrest Richard. Hey, Vinia. Yeah? I'm your father now. (laughs) I would like that a lot. And um, the first thing that I need to tell you as your father is I'm really proud of you. I don't know if you should be. What do you mean? You're the best daughter I could have ever had. (laughs) I am sorry, though, that now your second father is also a criminal. It's okay, I prefer you. Okay, this cool. this crib. Oh, we, uh, we we need to find everyone else. Um, Tex, Phil. Yeah. Hey, we're making it. Oh, hey guys. Hello. Hi so, guys. Hi. You look shorter. Yeah, I'm a little smaller. So is Tex. And they hold up the <laughs> holes in there technically their body, but we're fun size. Something like that, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll go with that um, one. Guess what? Uh, what? What are we guessing? I'm a dad now. <laughs> you Con- are the father. Congratulations, I think. Thanks. Um, I'm really, really excited. Who's, who's the, um, who's the, who's the child? Or, or wait, do you did you have a child? Did is there another cumulusarian around here that you made the child with? No, 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 no. Uh-huh. no. It's Vinia. It's, oh, yeah. it's me. You should be we so did. proud. Vinia's awesome. <laughs> I am very proud. Yeah. Um, okay. 
I think Phil's gonna rest for a little bit. Okay. Hey, hey, Tex. Mm. Do you want to be Vinny's mom? It would be my honor. Cool. I love you guys. We love you more. Tex shifts their body back into their sword back into their body and there's some just like crunching sounds as it kind of reforms and goes back in and there are holes just everywhere um but phil kind of like finds a spot in their chest cavity and just lays down and you can see them there's there it's, it's not protecting them um but phil uh, but uh but tex offers their hand uh to Vinya and just their eyes blink blue. Okay, we gotta, we gotta go. Eli's getting help. We gotta mm-hmm. go find Urs and Rack. Um, we gotta, we gotta get help. Okay, you guys gotta get looked at. We, we gotta find everyone. Okay. Eli is floating in darkness. That kind of thick soup of unconsciousness that you think you just barely make it to the surface before it weighs down your arms and legs and you are sinking again. In that mist and fog and strange, they're alone until they're not. Hey, bud. Um... You're going to be okay. Um, I know you're not up to talking right now, which which might be better for this. I don't think this is good for us anymore. I don't think it ever was. <laughs> I, um, I can't prop you up anymore, and you can't prop me up. I've seen things now. I've done things, and I, I'm gonna go for a while. I don't know who I am, but I know what it feels like to die now, and I want to live before that happens. I love you. You're okay. And Eli tries to struggle upwards and upwards tries to break through that film, but they can't. And they sink back down, and Eli is alone. The last thing we see in the hubbub of everything is Venia, Tex, Phil, and Zoe going over to where Urs went, seeing Urs crouched over the form of Rack, that same smile, still plastered. He looks calm. He looks happy. He died knowing he saved his friends. And there's a lot that happens. Flurries of questions people asking what happened though Craig does his best to mitigate people PB has individuals keeping strangers and other students at bay witnesses were questioned but none of you were none of you were questioned 
You were all taken somewhere safe. You were given everything you need. Water, a comfortable place to sit. Each other. They moved you into Eli's room, where she's recovering. The doctors say they'll recover in no time. Their body seems to heal quickly. Their response to treatment's well. The last time you see Craig, all he does is somberly take the wire from you, Venia, and you see regret on his face, frustration, but he's smart enough to know he is. He doesn't have the right words to say. Nothing he says can make up for what has happened. Victory is rarely sweet. It is so rare that everyone's left so satisfied from winning. But you did. You won. Richard is locked away in the most high-security prison where he will never see another soul for the rest of his life, being fed bare minimum, just enough to keep him alive, though he will suffer. All of you are repaid by Triple U ten times over. All of your tuitions are covered. You are given everything you could need. Any classes you want, any food you want, for the rest of your time spent at Trip U is completely and totally covered. Rack's body is taken by his parents. You all were invited to see him off. And it's very simple. Very plain. No words were spoke. His dad tried, but couldn't get the words out. It takes a long time to heal. Not necessarily physically. Though, Eli, you do. When you wake up, you are surrounded by your friends. All of you made it. Urs, no longer suffering from time sickness. Though, you're a little more lonely. It's immediately obvious to everyone when Eli wakes up that they're just a little emptier than they were before. And they do not talk. They do not say a word for at least a couple weeks. No matter what people try to do to coax words out of her. Uh, The first words that she does say are a couple weeks later when her parents walk in the room and she starts screaming and throwing things and telling them to leave. Every night that Eli is recovering, Zoe uh, has a little sleepover because that's her roomie. And um, most nights uh, consist of Zoe going, da, 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 da. Hey, if I'm annoying you, just, just let me know, okay? Um, and uh, she uh, proceeds to just wait until a pillow gets thrown at her and then she'll uh, she'll go, okay, good night, love you. (laughs) Over the period of your healing, Volet comes to visit every day. And just as a nice presence in between, well, after a while, classes pick back up as they definitely did not go back to class the following week. 
and a lot of time passes. It's jarring after what was the first week of classes ended with so much chaos. And it takes a while, but life slowly starts to become a new normal. And it's hard, but you all have each other. And you know, none of you have to go at this alone. And so a year passes. Each one of you is given special exemption and are able to take your class at a much leisure, much more leisurely rate. You all, despite everything, pass your classes. Maybe not by flying colors or straight A's. Though Venia certainly does her best. It's hard to change some old habits. She definitely succeeds in every aspect. And there's, at this point, a memorial set up to honor Rack as the only recorded death at the events. And all it is is a replica of his invention, the Weretep, which after some time, his parents found his notes and sent them on to uh, other scientists to use, to use their son's invention. And it worked, as you all know, but it was very successful over the year and Rack is still credited as the inventor of the Weretep. They kept the name as all they could find in his notes. Other people offered better ideas, something a little flashier, a little catchier, but it didn't feel right to change it. All of you are given the nicest dorms to stay in. But I don't imagine you all accepted, though it feels emptier and a lot of things you have to now do for yourself. The Vessel Cashew is still the only place you feel like you can really call home here. At the end of the year, all of you are together on Cashew. What has been the year like for each of you? So has actually switched up a lot of her classes. Um, her, she still has an occasional art class, and uh, of course beans—that's a necessity. Um, but a lot of her classes have actually gone into medicine, um, wanting to make sure that she can help anytime anybody gets hurt. Um, she spends a lot of time with Earth, and she refuses to sleep in any room without Eli. Um, she actually uh, has been trying out several different color swatches on Phil. Um, 
always makes sure uh, Tex never leaves for class without glitter. Um, and uh, it's very strange because she makes her art pieces dedicated to uh, her daughter um, and then proceeds to put them up on the fridge herself. Her her normal color now is a bit lighter pink. It's a bit softer. There's more of an iridescence to it, as if a little bit of teal has been mixed in. Um, Tex was Tex and Phil were really quiet for a long time, um, and when they when when Phil would choose to speak, it was mostly for themselves, not for Tex, uh, for a long time. Um, but Tex can Tex reintegrated over time. It took them a while, but uh, they began using emojis again. They began having Phil speak for them more often. They're late to every single class they go to because they always walk Venia to class as their as their mom. They try to learn as much engineering as they can from Eli. Um, and as often as Eli will let them, they hold their hand too. And Tex never says anything to Eli. Tex themselves doesn't. Um, but Phil will chat with Eli uh, often and occasionally will flutter over and just remind Eli that Tex is just so sorry. They're just so sorry they let Lake go. Um, but Tex will never say it. Tex uh, always tries to um, snuggle with Urs anytime they can as well after class. Uh, and the rest of their classes are pretty similar. Uh, they go to Beans every time but they also try to make sure uh, uh, there's just like moments where they kind of disappear off by themselves and they're they're training they're they're growing their body they're they're like metal body gets harder gets stronger um, and they begin to sharpen their blade uh, as well um, and they take more history classes for the first few weeks, um, Eli does not go to class, uh, hardly talks to anyone. They are seen around the ship, definitely, but um, their big priority seems to be fixing Peanut. Um, had it towed in, working on it often needed to be reminded to eat and drink and take care of themselves because they used to get that reminder somewhere else. And it's a lot of learning to cope without that constant presence that they really hadn't realized how much they had grown used to and honestly taken for granted in the couple years since they had been together. 
But when they are given a notification that as much as their circumstances make the college want to give them some exceptions, if they don't start going back to class and participating, they won't have a place at Triple U anymore, which means they won't have a place anywhere anymore as they are officially estranged from their parents. And so they get back to class and begin putting in the necessary effort. Uh, They're not doing any more superconductors in basic engineering. They're doing their assignment as quickly as they can to get back to working on Peanut and sprucing up Cashew where they can. Um, Eventually, though, Vole does coax them out for a cup of coffee. Um, No words are exchanged, but they are able to slowly do this more and more often and start coaxing a few more words out of Eli. And it is around then that Zoe started finding different lighting devices on her bed that threw colors and sparkles over the walls so it would never be too dark. It was then that she started engaging with Phil when he was talking during their engineering sessions. It was then that Eli began checking in more often with Urse, seeing if they were experiencing any pain from their enhancements, if they wanted anything removed, added, adjusted, for the sake of both their bodily health and their mental health. And they tried to spend time with Vinia as much as they could, but it was very hard remembering what they had lost and who they had lost and that it was Vinia choosing to go with Eli that might have changed things. By the end of the school year, it is not a surprise to see Eliana and Volet walking around campus hand in hand and trying their best to keep going. Venia chooses to throw herself into therapy and school. She sees, well, like the first couple weeks after she saw therapists and counselors and all that every day. In my mind, she finally talked to somebody about her anxiety amidst the grief and everything that happened and probably got an anxiety meds. Um, 
And I think she's present, but in a lot of ways withdrawn. She still talks and engages, but I think there's a heaviness behind her eyes that in the year hasn't gone away. Um, But she tries really hard the whole year, I think. And she takes up cooking so that she can cook for everyone. And specifically, she likes to try to bring Eli food to make sure that they eat. And she also likes to make little goodie bags and stuff for Urs so that Urs never leaves without enough food for the day and snacks. And um, she takes up gardening with Tex and Phil, if Phil allow that, because um, I think she finds a lot of peace in those quiet, cozy moments with them and creating something amidst the sadness and I think she watches old earth movies with Zoe and they have random deep talks and things like that and I think that she spends a lot of time at Rack's memorial by herself just sitting thinking and I think that she tries really hard to get better but I think that there's still a a, like I said earlier a heaviness it's clear to see that everything's not quite okay yet but healing isn't a linear straight line you know and that's okay And so she throws herself into everything and trying to be there for all of you. Urse goes back to Pulsar Ball first. Um, Not only attending practice punctually and consistently, but also puts in many extra hours at the gym. Um, working their muscles to the point of pain. Yet they also find time to start to narrow down their studies um, as they begin um, seeking mentorship from PB to figure out a way to use their mercenary upbringing in a way that brings more positivity. They still make it back for a meal every day. Um, Which one changes? They do homework with Zoe, curl up, and frequently the uh, little patch of fur right at the front of their face is known to be different colors from day to day. And if you walk past Ursa's room every night, you can hear them talking. At first, you might think it's to themselves, but if you listen long enough, 
they talk to Cashew every night. Almost as if it's a little verbal diary of what they did each day. Healing is a long process. And each one of you walks it in your own way. But you all still care for each other. And it's been a while. Professor has given Cashew to you. The vessel Cashew is now yours to do as you wish. He has relinquished any of his old voice commands, everything. He has nothing. He gives you all the old files so you know exactly how to fix anything that goes wrong, which is something that Eli becomes very adept at doing. But the ship still needs cleaning sometimes. And so this is one of the days where all of you are together and gritted your teeth and are cleaning Cashew. A nice chore day. Music is playing and you all try to make it as fun as you can. Zoe's making more of a mess with glitter than probably cleaning. And the monotony of it is good. It's comforting. And there's some areas of the ship that you all just never go. But today, you decide it's a good time to clean. And in a small section of the ship that just had containers and boxes and things that you'd looked through on occasion but never like in depth just sort of breeze through and it's just old files about creation of cashew Urs, you are cleaning around these when you accidentally knock one of these boxes over oh <laughs> a clatter stuff inside clatters around and a hard drive falls out is it labeled is there anything on it there is on the outside of it there's a small label on it it's labeled Cashew back. Dated. About the date that you would say Cashew was made. Ah. Uh, emergency meeting. Glitter, uh, what? Meeting. Now. Let's go to the, 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 go to the place where we meet. Uh, can somebody take this bucket of water? I can't see around me. Yeah, I got it. Uh, and text just kind of like <laughs> text just kind of like comes up underneath and holds it. Okay, oh, now thanks. where do we? Where do you want us? To the to the meeting room. Okay. Uh, and text just kind of yeah, like just... starts heading that direction. Yeah. <laughs> Eli will respond on their calm, but their voice never quite recovered. Um, so they're a bit more hoarse as they say, "What's up?" <laughs> I, uh, I found something. It might be, it might be a thing. I, duh. Uh, okay. Um, I guess I'll see you there. I'm in a bucket. Be careful. Zoe, I thought, wait, I thought this was water. Why am I holding Zoe? Um, I'm absorbing it. Oh, oh okay, no. that's fine. <laughs> they just keep moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty gross. 
Tex puts the bucket down as they've like made it into the room, uh, and they look to Urse, uh, and they go, Oh no, no not another way. flash drive! Not another one! Oh no! No! Vinia, oh, read. it's okay, this one isn't a flash drive. Read it. It's a it's a hard drive. It's it's cashew. Bless you. <laughs> it's Gazoontide, right? I just wanted you to all be here when I when we I'm scared to hope, but I really... Eli holds uh, their hand out for it, like, with a question kind of on their face. Yeah, yeah, I'm not very good with my paws. I didn't want to break anything. (laughs) And they'll very gently inspect it for um, any damage, uh, making sure that it's got, like, its structural integrity. It looks fine. Dusty but looks like it'll work just fine. We can give it a shot. Yeah. Good thing I removed that self-destruct button canonically four months ago. (laughs) (laughs) That was the first thing to go, baby. (laughs) Um, And I will, like, take Ursa's paw and tug them towards the bridge. Yeah, Ursula will follow. <sighs> okay, people. Hold on to your butts. My uh, what? Gonna... Don't worry about it. Okay. Plug it in. Run the basic diagnostics and let it run programs. One thing that happened well, well long ago. Professor E replaced the internal network and hardware that was powering the ship. That was powering Cashew. And so a hollow phase lunafoil is running and that is what keeps your ship going. Powers everything. You hear the sounds of the ship coming to life in a way that almost like everything's starting up and shutting down, resetting, things are turning off and back on again. And you hear, ding. Hi. I'm Tisa, or a transport for interplanetary and space assistance. Hello, Tisa. Who are you? We're your crew. Oh, that was so fast. Yeah. Uh, First things first, um, I'm Eli. I'm Eliana. You can call me whatever you like. Gestures to the others to introduce themselves. Um, this is, this is... Tex? Uh, and Tex waves their hand. Um, and I'm Phil. It's nice to meet you, Tisa? Yeah, I might change that. I don't really like how that sounds. But nice to meet you. Could we make a suggestion? I think we can leave it up to them. They'll figure it out. 
who are the rest of you? I'm Zoe. Well, Zoe Lyra. Hi, but you can call oh. me Zoe. Oh, hi, Zoe. Um, I'm Venia Venus. Uh, uh wait, uh, Zoe, Dex, what did we say our new last name was? I think we just let you keep nuts. I'm. God. <laughs> you, you know what? Just go. It's just Venia, Venia Venus, <laughs> if you want. That, yeah, that's, that's definitely my name. Oh, okay. Earth, your turn. Oh, so, oh sorry. Convenient nuts. Okay, I got it. And I'm Earth. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you, Earth. Nice, nice to meet all of you. Yeah. Wow, a crew. <laughs> that's so fast. Program designation 643.tisa. Please assign new file name. And they think. They think. Hmm. There's a lot of good names. But this ship is called Cashew. I like that. Yeah. I'm Cashew. It's nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you too. I think we're going to be good friends. Welcome home, Cashew. Thanks. Welcome home. And the camera pans away with a new ship. Squeaky clean. May not be the same, but hey, there's always sophomore year to make new friends. And that is the end of the College Cruise Guide to Space and Crime. Freshman year. Thank you all so much for listening. And thank you to my incredible players. Y'all, that was so good. Well, a lot to decompress. Future me is probably not going to make an appearance, but just in case, future me telling what's happening next. We love you, future Luke. We love Love you. Hello, future me or now present day me just hopping in to say thank you so much for listening for tuning in for being so supportive of this story that we're telling i am beyond proud of this story and the characters and the players that were in it and i am excited to say that their story does not end here we'll get a sophomore year at least good old second year of college of university this won't be the last time that we see trip you this won't be the last time we see so many characters well this was the last time we see rack but time travels funky who can say what will happen thank you all again for listening from the bottom of my heart 
Thank you. <laughs> yes. Thank you, future me. And thank you once again to Lydia, Kayla, Steph, Scott, and Hannah for the incredible story that we got to tell together. And thank you all the listeners for tuning in and sticking with us for this long campaign. It was a doozy. We made it. We did it. How many was it supposed to be originally? Yeah. Yeah, How much was it supposed to be? Yeah, originally it was supposed to be like eight to twelve. (laughs) You got you got pranked. (laughs) (laughs) We got you. (laughs) <laughs> Short campaign, haha, <laughs> fun. You're running a whole yeah. long way. It's been over <sighs> a year. It's been a year. Over a year. Can't wait for next school year. It's gonna be so much fun. Thank you all for listening. We're gonna get matching notebooks. And we hope to see you next season. Hags. <laughs> oh, bye. 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 We love you. The last thing we see is the world outside of time, outside of space, with a lone individual made of starlight and galaxies and universes, slowly walking across a piano-like path, holding a cloud of their favorite memories Moments where their friends are the happiest. Some they got to be there for, and some have yet to come to pass for our heroes. But they're beautiful memories all the same. Cashew smiles as they slowly walk, looking forward to hearing the next story tells them they are happy.